You're listening to the Marketing for Learning podcast, the only podcast in the world designed to help you increase your capabilities when it comes to marketing in the learning function. We're here to help you make your learners do things they don't want to do. You're welcome. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Marketing for Learning podcast. As always, thank you so much for joining in and listening. Today, I have some thought-provoking ideas to bring to the table. It's not really about marketing per se, but much more about our mindsets. So I was mooching about LinkedIn as I always do, you know, getting involved in conversation. And someone posted something that I just thought was amazing. And they said, mindset first, skill set second, and then and only then tool set. And that got me thinking a lot, you know, I have talked often about our over-reliance on technology. Not that technology isn't a solution for us or that it doesn't have its place in our world because it absolutely does. But more that we tend to face tech as our first solution to most of our problems. And it got me thinking about some of the other things that go on in our function that really, in my opinion, hold us back. So, Let's get started. Number one, there seems to be a lack of awareness around the importance of L&D within the organization. So obviously us in L&D think L&D is the bee's knees. It is absolutely unequivocally the most important thing in our organization at times, you know, we're faced with some key challenges organizationally and key business challenges. L&D plays a functional role in terms of better engaging employees, uh, helping to reskill and upskill, as well as improving engagement and actually just helping our people to get better at their jobs, improve their performance, be more productive, streamline, can even help with things like retention. However, That value is not always seen by the organization because we don't communicate it. In many organizations, L&D is still deemed a cost center. It's still deemed as a necessity, something where money is spent and written off. That is changing. We know the C-suite is starting to demand more from us. But most L&D functions, maybe not most, some L&D functions are still order takers. They still get a business mandate. They still get a sales function coming and saying, we need product knowledge training. We need this, a course on this. We need a module on this. We need training on this. And that's a problem because actually L&D is not seen as offering value to the business as long as we continue with that dynamic. It's really our job to prove our value, isn't it? You know, we need to start using data, learning from sales, from marketing, from operations, from plenty of other areas of the business who do this well and start to prove our value. A big part of that is raising awareness across the business at the senior stakeholder level. So when we're talking about building out marketing plans from an L&D perspective or marketing for learning, 
I've talked heavily about how we should definitely be using managers as a conduit for our message, but we also need to make sure that our senior leadership team, that our C-suite are understood of the value in merits, not just of learning. And in many cases they do, of course, value learning, but do they value the L&D function? Two very, very different things. And the most successful L&D functions that I see are partnering closely with the business. They understand that they must build a relationship with other functions outside of a specific problem dynamic. So if someone comes to you and says, we need a course creating, that's not the time to educate them on how L&D works and why you don't take orders. That relationship needs to be established before there's a specific need or a specific use case because, well, the dynamics are better, right? You have a better relationship, you can have more open conversations. A lack of awareness around the importance of L&D in the organization is letting us down. And we can easily integrate some of that within our marketing campaigns. So yes, our learners, our audience, our people, major audience, but we need to also focus on engagement at that senior stakeholder level if we are to ever shift our organizational learning culture. Number two, I've already alluded to, the over-reliance on technology to solve our problems. If it's broke, the technology won't necessarily fix it. You know, good example was the whole rant I did on the previous episode where, you know, we implement new technology and we expect people to come flocking to our learning platforms and they don't. And we think it's the the tech's problem. We think that the technology's let us down. Maybe it's something that, you know, oh, we've got, not got enough functionality. It's not modern enough. It's not this. Maybe the tech is the problem. My point is that we don't need to immediately assume that the technology is the problem. We need to start focusing on root cause analysis more, but we also need to stop leaning into tech as the solution to the problem. So let's look at technology as a vehicle, nothing more. We don't want to rely so heavily on our technology that we lose oversight of the learning challenge that we're trying to solve in the first place. You know, Occam's razor, sometimes the most simple solution or obvious solution is the solution. Another big problem I see, number three, the lack of data-driven decision-making. Again, if you're on LinkedIn, there are some really wonderful uh, data-oriented people around. Derek Mitchell and Laurie Niles Hoffman are two of the main ones that come to my mind. However, Many, many aspects of our L&D function are not measured, they're not benchmarked, they're not analyzed, and they're not correlated. And therefore, what happens is we make decisions based on, well, a whim, a gut instinct, an inkling, nothing more. You know, we need to start looking at how we can get more data to help us make better decisions. Because otherwise, really, this is why we end up doing number two all the time. We end up going back to the tech because that is a place where we can see people aren't logging in. It's a place where we do have some data. But why is the data doing that? So we need to start focusing on how we can get more data to make better decisions. Because at the moment, we're just kind of meandering through. We're putting our finger in the air and saying, yep, ooh, I'll go in that direction or that's why that's happening. 
We need to be data informed, not data led. And we need to look at how we can start getting better data to shift our mindsets towards using data to make better decisions. Number four, the focus on engagement over learning and an emphasis on learning over performance. We are obsessed with learning. Of course we are. It's L&D, learning and development. Why wouldn't we be obsessed with learning? But this is a problem and I'm seeing it a lot. And of course, you know, a lot of what I talk about in this podcast is around engagement. You know, we want to increase engagement with our learning. That's a goal, but that's not the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is that people undertake learning and a step further is that they actually implement the learning. They change their behavior, new habits are built, whatever it might be. So we're really focused on performance. That should be our goal instead of engagement. And, you know, I just came back from learning technologies. I saw a lot of what was being said and it was very shiny engagement stats. And those are good. Yes, they can be a precursor as Caroline alluded to in the L'Oreal podcast. Learning hours can, can give you an indication of how serious someone is taking their learning journey, whether they're serious about professional development, if they're a lifelong learner, whatever it might be. You can gauge someone's attitude towards learning at that present moment based on how much learning they've undertaken in the past. But it is not the final goal and it does not signify, engagement does not signify that any learning took place. And even if learning did take place, that in and of itself is not significant enough to say that someone has changed performance. We need to do number three, get more data to make data-driven decisions so that we can say, okay, well, we did these following marketing activities. That has led to an increase in learning undertaken uh, using these KPIs that we've developed. That increase in learning undertaken has had a direct impact on X, Y, and Z behaviors in the workplace. That's the dream, right? We know it's not always so easy to get access to data. And we know that even when we do, sometimes it's not high quality data. It's not really the data that we we need or it's actionable data. But we need to be clear with ourselves that learning does not equal performance. Completions do not equal learning. Engagement definitely, most certainly, absolutely, unequivocally does not equal performance or a change in behavior. As I said in my LinkedIn post today, engagement is merely the foreplay of learning. Sorry, I think I'm going to change that to mass marketing's tagline. You're welcome. And number five, again, This is partly a problem within our industry and we lap it up. The single solution. Oh, this is going to fix all of your problems. You know, the uh, magical, mystical silver bullet. Finally, I have accomplished panacea. Life is good. I have one thing that solves all my problems. No, 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 no. I think and look at any robust marketing function which has a budget that would be of a similar significant size to most L&D budgets. And I look at all the different specialist technology and solutions and skill sets that they have in their organization. They have technology that 
has to talk to other technology. They'll have an email platform. They might have a social media scheduling platform. They might have a few analytics tools. All this data information works together to help them have a broad overview, uh, a unification of their ecosystem. And we must do this too in L&D. We can't look for the single solution because it doesn't exist. So we need to start kind of picking things down a little bit more and saying, okay, well, I have this specific problem. Maybe it's tech related, maybe it's not. What do I need to find to fix that problem? And how does that fit in with everything else that I've already got? You know, there's just not a single solution that's gonna absolutely blow your learner's mind. It's just not gonna happen. So we need to stop looking for a single solution and instead look at how we can much more rigorously connect our system so that data sharing is improved, demand this from your vendors and say, okay, well now I can start to get those engagement versus learning versus performance stats because my tech is talking to each other. And finally, we need to start thinking more broadly about our function and its role. We need to get away from Al's comment and ING. We have a fetish for content. I must admit at Learning Tech, um, I didn't see as much. There wasn't as much of an emphasis on content. And I think we're finally realizing that just throwing loads of content at people isn't gonna help. You know, curation is where it's at, meaningful interventions personalization where possible, providing people with things that they need at a time that it's relevant, being consistently present. This is the sort of qualities and and meaningful interactions that we want to have with our learners, right? Like at the end of the day, without sounding corny, we're in this business because we're passionate about changing people's lives, positively impacting their careers. You know, having an influence over somebody's career is pretty cool. But we need to start thinking more about this holistic view of who we are, not only now, but where we want to go. The old ways of doing things just aren't working anymore. We need to start doing this stuff. So in summary, we need to focus on improving the awareness about how important L&D is on an organizational level, not just a learner level. We need to stop immediately swinging for technology to solve our problems. We must start getting more data, high quality data, impact data to help us make better decisions. That in consequence will ensure that we don't fixate on stats and data that we do get like engagement and conflating that with performance. We need to understand that each of those measurements are of value. They are related, but not the same. They are intertwined, but still independent. And that's really important. And finally, we need to stop looking for the single solution to solve all of our problems because we know that that doesn't exist. It just doesn't. So let's stop searching for it and instead start understanding that we have to just do a lot of hard work and a lot of big thinking to help us truly understand our problems and find dynamic solutions that are truly going to be scalable and future-proof. Thank you so much for joining me for the Marketing for Learning podcast today. I know it's not specifically about marketing tactics, but this is all stuff that is very closely related to the marketing mindset in terms of evolving our approaches in L&D. 
looking more objectively at our function and understanding the nuances and foibles and challenges that we've got. You know, these aren't local issues. These aren't individual issues. You know, this is, this is issues that I see time and time and time and time again. And it's because we're not challenging our mindset. And until we do that, nothing will change. So as the person that I mentioned at the beginning said, mindset first, skill set second, tech third. That's it. Thank you so much for listening in, guys. I love you and I will be back soon. Bye.